Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to Bravo Happy Hour. I'm your host, Megan O'Donnell. Grab yourself a drink and join me while I break down the week in Bravo TV news. Thanks so much for tuning into Bravo Happy Hour. Just a reminder that if you're loving the show, head to Apple Podcasts to give it a five-star rating and leave a little review. It's the best way to let other Bravo lovers find out about the show. Today's episode is blessed with the presence of Mimi. She's a family friend of mine for years, and she is a super fan of all things Bravo since Bethany Frankel was broke. It's true. It's a while. She was still hawking her wares. Do you remember her in that old like uh, fairway or Whole Foods? Yes. With like the little cupcake display? Absolutely. I think it was a King Supermarket in New Jersey, in <laughs> <Yeah>. fact. <laughs> I even remember her on The Apprentice. No, it wasn't The Apprentice. It was the Martha Stewart Apprentice oh, show. Oh, yeah, yeah, Martha yeah. was not a super fan of Bethany's. Inter- I mean, I could see them kind of clashing. They seem yeah. like they have different vibes. Two alphas. Yeah, that too. Mm. Mm. She found her metier. She did. I, even though I think Martha has a longevity that I'm not sure if Bethany has just yet. Well, Bethany mm. just needs to be thrown into the clink. <laughs> True. Rock an orange pantsuit. Oh, my. Well, following in Teresa GDJ's footsteps. There you go. She'll belt it. She'll blouse it. It'll be fabulous. <laughs> and then she'll start doing like skinny girl jumpsuits. That's right. <laughs> so speaking of fashion choices, mm. we have to start the show talking about the People's Choice Awards that happened this past Sunday. So <sighs> Vanderpump Rules, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, and the Real Housewives of Atlanta were all voted for the reality show of 2019. They all lost to Keeping Up with the Kardashians, which is a damn shame. Not a surprise, though, do you think, it, since it's an E show <laughs> yeah. and it was on E? Yeah. Oddly enough, the Kardashians surprise. won. Surprise. <laughs> <Quelle> surprise. <laughs> Yeah, so we had a few ladies from Atlanta, Beverly Hills, and the Mm -hmm. entire VPR cast attended. I think we're going to do a little fashion police, Joan Rivers style. It's it's necessary. I would agree. So let's start off with Real Housewives of Atlanta star Candy Burris. And if you guys want to see these photos, go to the Bravo Happy Hour Instagram account. They'll all be there waiting for you for Thursday morning's episode. So starting off with Candy Burris and husband Todd... I think they look flawless in this white I ensemble. I think they are beyond fabulous. They are luscious. They are together. They are crisp. Um, and she's she's just sexy. She's real sexy. And he looks good with this blue suit. I always find when men try to go away from like the original kind of like black, mm-hmm. na- dark navy blue suit, it's easier to miss the mark. Correct. However, this is Quite nice on him, this like cobalt royal blue with a striped leg. I'm loving this look. Gorgeous. It's crisp. It's classic, but it's different enough to to pop. Yes. So they got the message on how to look good. Yes. They <laughs> they they presented well, and they looked like they were in fact at an event on a red carpet. <laughs> Moving on to others mm. who did not get the same invitation. Starting with Kyle Richards from the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, rocking. Rocking? Rocking it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay, good Good call. She's not rocking it. She's wearing a white pantsuit. How do you describe this top? Hmm, complicated. 
multi-layered. <laughs> um, lots going on at every sort of joint and yeah. uh, pulse point. Yeah. There's a very high collar with a long <laughs> ribbon button <laughs> with an illusion netting in the front and a sort of camisole bodice. And that's just four inches of her chest. Yeah. We're not even talking about her jacket nor her pants. Nor sleeve, nor, nor collar, bag, bang. Bangs, extensions. Here's what. Kyle's a beautiful woman. I think she always has been. I think she, you know, Coco Chanel always says, when you go out, look in the mirror and take one thing off. Kyle did not get this memo. I think it could have been edgy. And I think the purpose of this like mesh top was to not have like the nude camisole under it. I Mm -hmm. feel like if this was on a model, like whoever made this, like Givenchy or someone, I feel like the model had no boobs. So it was probably like very flat on them. They didn't need to wear the cami and like the blazer lapels kind of would just cover the boobs effortlessly. Yes, there's a Judy Jetson um, (laughs) sort of epaulette at the top, very long voluminous sleeves with a sheer flounce, (laughs) and then very baggy voluminous ivory slacks with this complicated shirt on top, very long bangs and very long extensions. It's a lot everywhere, and she's such a petite Mm -hmm. and pretty woman that... Any one of those elements could have been highlighted and been edgy and interesting. But all at once, it just becomes overwhelming. I feel like I'm body surfing when I look at her. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot going on. And I think even like the hem of the pant, I feel like could have been a little shorter. So it showed mm-hmm. off a shoe. She just kind of looks like she's walking around in like baggy pajama pants that yes. she didn't take to a tailor. Mm. And on top of the entire outfit, she's holding a sparkly silver clutch bag that says Mrs. Umansky. Mm-hmm. And listen, if I were Mrs. Umansky, I'd brag too, because he is a handsome, handsome man. He is a handsome who devil. Is, who is elegant and um, laid back. I, I would have liked him to bring a little bit more um, than... Yeah, he looks very casual. Like yeah. He looks like he just got out of a business meeting right. and like strolled right onto yes. the red carpet, which is probably the case. He's mm-hmm. like, uh, this is the People's Choice Awards, yep. not the Emmys, right. not the Oscars. But their match, their outfits don't match in intentionality and uh, she's she's just overdone. She's a beautiful woman and she has all of this access to so much style. One of my friends today, we were looking at this and said, she's trying to go Vanderpump here. She's trying oh, to be a grand yes. dame. Very interesting. So I thought, I hmm. Because Lisa definitely always rocks like the blazer look, the pant look, doesn't always go for a dress. Right. Interesting. Interesting. Well, speaking of someone who I was surprised they didn't go above and beyond, Erica Jane. Indeed. Rocking this blazer dress thing with like a few like what looks just like uh, strings of silver. Like Mm. I, I can't tell what that motif is. And a very short blonde bob Mm -hmm. and like sleek minimal makeup yeah center cut bob super sleek which is pretty yeah um the the blazer dress itself is is if you look closely it's ill-fitting around the the sort of rib cage and waist it's it's not flattering for her you know usual sort of dominatrix nip nipped waist you know that wasp waist woman Yes, she she looks like she's playing kind of like secretary with a lariat. Uh, she, she's got a kind of cowboy 80s businesswoman theme, which once again is way too much of too many things in just one outfit. Yeah, and I think where she could have had some fun was the shoe. Like if you're going to wear kind of a simple black little blazer dress, the shoe is where you can really pop with something like neon, which is very in right now. Or even the makeup, I felt like her lip, like she was doing a very bold lip liner, Mm. which is... But a super pale lip. Yeah, I don't know. It just, it it did not, it didn't work for me. She didn't bring the drama. No. And And she, like, who else but Erica Jane? Well, exactly. I think that's what we come to expect. And so when she kind of comes like this, it's like, oh, yeah, I guess maybe she's pulling an Erica Girardi for that. Yes, I I understand that Mrs. Girardi may have showed up. (laughs) But even then, 
I think that she she pulls out the stop so beautifully. I was surprised. And and the shortness of that, like she has phenomenal legs, and I'm the last one to age shame anyone, but I don't know that that's as flattering where it hits her leg, yeah. where it hits her thigh. She's as it like, could yeah, be. a sneeze away from oh yeah, from a, from a whole Paris Hilton. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's a matter of time. Yeah. Well, we have Teddy Mellencamp also from the Royal Housewives of Beverly Hills, donning her baby bump yes. in a velour short turquoisey bluish dress, which I thought she looked quite cute. She she looks very pretty. She looks very healthy. She looks very fit. Um, she is rocking the bump and and doing that nicely. I think with Teddy, my my exception to her is that she tends to look like she's being dressed. Like you're noticing who her stylist is. Totally. And it's usually Kyle, yeah. let's face it. Um, so, you know, does does she feel as relaxed and Teddy-like as possible? No, but it's mm-hmm. an event and she looks very pretty. Yeah, I feel like she's definitely not someone who really has like has their own personal style. Yeah. We saw last season her with Kyle and like both of them wearing the same hat. Dora. <laughs> yeah, and like the vests, like the it's, fur vests. It's like time to wear a scarf. Yeah. <laughs> in the French countryside. I loved when Dorit was like, It's just like we're in Europe. And they're like, Dorit, we are in Europe. Europe. <laughs> but she oh no, she looks nice. I think she looks cute. Yeah, I think she, she looks cute. I think she looks the best. Actually, I think she looks the second best out of the yeah. Beverly Hills girls. Yes. Then we have Lisa Rinna, who is sporting a white little mini dress. Mm-hmm. She has a new haircut. She has diverted from the usual Lisa Rinna bob, yep. which I'm happy about. Sure, sure. I feel like she's pretty. She could do many different kinds of looks with the hair. She is. She is. A gorgeous face. She's a little bit fembot in this yeah. <laughs> um, with the kind of odd uh, top knot. Which I think I'm doing kind of right now. Yes, but that looks like a young woman in New York City. Yeah. That looks like an old woman in L.A. trying to look like a young woman in, in, yeah. in New York City. Accurate. But anyway, she, she's very pretty. Um, her body always rocks whatever outfit she's wearing. Um, yeah. It's the length and fit are appropriate. The little things on the side, the kind of odd swimmies. Um, <laughs> yeah, the swim floaties. Yeah, just in case she falls into a you know California pool after a couple of her margaritas, <laughs> yeah. she'll stay afloat. Uh, but she looks pretty. She looks. Pretty. Yeah, yeah. Nothing really to write yeah. home about yeah. on her. Yeah. And then my favorite of the Beverly Hills women was Dorit. I get a lot of backlash because I always say on the show that I enjoy Dorit's style, and you know. She doesn't get it every time. No. No one does. But I thought this was kind of cute. The hearts are a little cheese ball, mm. but I think the fit of the dress is really nice. I think the style is cute. It has like a plunging neckline, very J-Lo at the yeah. Grammys vibe. It's definitely inspired by by that. It. I'm not sure about the fit. I feel like it looks mm. a little bit like... It could have been a little bit, bit more cinched for her. Yeah. But I just baggy. think that she's, you know, the woman's got a rockin' bod and yeah. she wears things well. Totally. Um, and she has interesting stylists. I think of all of them. She does do some of the most, have some of the most interesting choices. Um, yes, she she looks good, but she's still not Dorit at her best. She, she does better, you know, on a day-to-day mm-hmm. housewife show than... Yeah. But she's still good. She's yeah, still you good. You just convinced me. I'm like, you're right. She is, she has done a lot better. <laughs> she does. You know, as long as she stays away from the body bobby pins ooh, ooh. and gold leaf on her hair. I'm and positive she did the the bobby pins herself. Yeah. She, it was like craft day. They got like the rhinestones and the glue gun out. Jagger. I, I, I think it was Jagger. Yeah, Jagger. It's Jagger. Put bobby pins in mummy's hair. <laughs> yeah. Did you see her Halloween costume? Do you watch no. The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel? Oh, yeah, of course. Oh, my God. Let me show you. Let me see. She looked so cute, which I love that show. Yeah, side note if anyone's not watching. I mean, you can't really tell it's her, but I thought oh, she, she looked did so great. cute. She looks fantastic. She looks yeah. fantastic. Yeah, she. And here's the thing. Like, Love or hate Dorit, you kind of have the same feelings in it in any given season or episode for her, but she always at least brings it to the housewives. I mean, please, dear God, shall we never again have the Lucy Lucy apple juicy (sighs) 
storyline. No one would ever permit that again. But she at least brings something interesting, some sort of drama, some Mm -hmm. sort of something. And she actually became a little more appealing last year, which makes me more forgiving of her fashion choices as well. Totally. And I think it's interesting because she's been going through so much in the press lately about like owing all this money and all this negative stuff. Mm. But she always comes out on top. Like she really doesn't let it get to her, whereas some other housewives would crumble and be on Twitter and defending themselves and doing all this stuff. She just keeps her mouth shut, keeps being a mom and keeps doing her thing. And She's good at being resilient. She's good at shutting up. Yeah, well, yeah. exactly, and I think that's the perfect way to put or it. Or other times not, but 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 <laughs> yeah. a, around these scandals, yes. Yeah, especially when it's like her family's involved mm-hmm. and the husband. Because yeah, it's finances, it's business. This is more than a, a plot line. Totally. Yeah, and I think she definitely probably knows PK has some stuff up PK. his PK? PK. So moving on to the Vanderpump Rules cast, oh. this gets really hard, you guys. This is This is... Not the best. No. Not the best time. And once again, really attractive people who have the ability to mix it up fashion-wise to to stir things up. Yeah. They did no such thing. So we start with Tom Sandoval and Ariana Maddox. She's wearing like a pink dress with very puffy sleeves. On second look, I don't know how I really feel. Like I like the dress. It's very in right now. Like that kind of like puffy rouged sleeve is Mm -hmm. very big. And in, I think it's the most fashionable of the lot. Yeah, definitely. Even including like all of the other women. Like oh, I yeah. think Candy is by far like the best looking out of all of them yes. in terms of she full looks like look. herself. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. But I would say this is the most fashion. So she's got this cute little pink dress on, a great little pearl clutch. And then Sandoval, who's usually the definition of like a stunt queen, like willing to just go out there. He's wearing like a normal suit with then a metallic mock neck black shirt underneath. I was very confused by the the neck of it all. I'm not sure what's happening. (laughs) I think, I know, I think Ariana looks great. I think in that actual photo, it's maybe not the best angle for what she's wearing to appreciate it, but it is fashion. She, she brought it. She was interesting. Um, He was not so interesting. He's usually someone who I would assume something fun, like wear like a cool like velvet emerald green suit. I don't know. I feel like he could do something, mm-hmm. like make a real fashion risk and, you know, either I'll love it or hate it, right. but at least he's making a risk. Yeah. This is very blah. Very blah. So that was one of the better couples of the group. We sure. have Sheena Shea alone on the carpet rocking her best Kim Kardashian look, I'm thinking. Like bodycon, black dress, strapless, that goes to like the mid-calf, which is a very interesting cut. It is the worst. It's not even the mid-calf. It's like the lower third for any petite woman, <laughs> you and I included. Oh, God. You do not cut yourself off there. Ever. Ever, especially Uh, in a tight dress. And she has a a gorgeous little figure, and, you know, she knows how to flaunt it. We've seen once again. But, you know, I'm not sure if this just didn't translate in photographs as it did on the actual carpet, but someone was giving her bad advice. Also, the, the, the line, it's strapless, but it's sort of a boring... It's like kind a of uni boob kind of look. Yeah, there's. Hmm. <laughs> All right. She's also got the slicked back hair, which again, very Kim Kardashian. But three quarter slick back. Yeah, Kim Kardashian. <laughs> yeah. But like. And then she's doing like a reptile neon green snakeskin stiletto, mm-hmm. which had the dress been a little bit shorter, maybe even like a spaghetti strap. Absolutely, I think that could have been perfect. Like Correct. a thin little strap. Cut it to the knee, the fun shoe, and some, I don't know, some earrings or something. The hair could have been done up. Even the makeup. I feel like the makeup has been so weak with some of these women. Like, get a bold lip. Yeah. What happened to a bold lip on the carpet? Well, we we need to talk to these stylists, these makeup I, like, artists. Pen and, uh, pen and email. Let's when talk I'm... about the new trend, shall we? <laughs> yeah. A bold makeup rouge. People. And then we move to another couple. Aww. We got Jackson and Brittany who look really great and very happy. I think they really do. Someone asked me today, they're like, she said, do you think they're going to make it? I said, for at least two years. Yes. At least one Absolutely. baby. Absolutely. <laughs> one, one and a half babies. Definitely. I, I, I they're think popping a kid out, that's for sure. Yeah. And she just 
is learning how to dress for her figure with some crisp lines, Mm -hmm. um, but really highlighting her zaftig (laughs) zaftig figure. (laughs) And he looks great in that kind of, you know, 50s dinner jacket, um, pocket square. They they both seem happy and radiant. Yeah, they look great. She's doing like a middle part with like a low ponytail, which mm-hmm. I think looks great. It looks like like her makeup is nice and clean and mm-hmm. nice. I don't know. I really liked this look. I was yeah. very proud. I would of never the two suspect of them. she worked at Hooters if I looked at that <laughs> photograph. She he like probably has like a Hooters shirt underneath his suit. He's like, never forget your roots. Then Oh my we move to Kristen Doty, who is having brunch at the beach. Yeah, I don't know. It's it this dress is like it kind of looks like a reptile skin, like a fish scale kind of look hmm. with this hair that is incredibly undone. This was a mess. This no, was she a looks fun. like she's she's downed a bottle of rose <laughs> at the beach, yeah. and she's looking for her frittata. <laughs> Where's my frittata? And she's like, oh, shit, I forgot I have an award show. <laughs> Pick up being trying to make her way there. Yeah, this is definitely not not her best look. Yeah, There's nothing else to say no. other than all bad. All right. Well, I guess we go to the next person who's a part of a couple but didn't photograph with her husband on hmm. the carpet, Katie Maloney. And- Who I want to root for, yeah. fashion-wise. I oh. want to... Have her embrace who she is and 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 really celebrate it because she is a beautiful woman. And that's where it ends. <laughs> and this photograph and this picture. Yeah. So she decided to do a black, very Gotham, Gothic, Salem, Massachusetts vibe mm-hmm. with like a tiered tulle skirt with like a like a what is that? Like a What's the top part called? Like a it's a bustier ish. Yeah, like it's like a bandeau, a bandeau top, and then like a mesh part connecting the two. Kind of corsety thing. Yeah, with a chunky gold necklace, and then half her hair on one side. It just it. This was a. Huge she has mess. the skirt of Stevie Nicks, <laughs> and the bodice of Kat Von D. <laughs> yes, with. You know, Fitty's chains and Angelina Jolie's hair from 1992. And once again, more is more. It seems the People's Choice was a more is more show. They just kept adding more. So once again, beautiful woman, zoftig, voluptuous, but it did her no favors. This outfit did her absolutely. And then what's the nothing. bag she's she's got? Is that a tweed bag? This maybe? looks like it's a black lunch bucket studded lunch bag. <laughs> <laughs> she took a brown paper bag, yeah. colored it black, and put the bedazzler to it. There you go. Yeah, I do enjoy DIY. The, <laughs> yeah, this was another massive fail for Katie, and I have always. Hated that people talked about her weight. Yeah. And I think she's just a normal sized woman. Yes. But the way she dresses, it's not flattering. It's just not flattering. For and, anyone, for any size. And these people have been on the show for eight seasons at this point. They've been filming for, I think, over 10. Mm-hmm. Get a stylist for That's an right. award show. And I love that you have your own style ideas, but like pair them with someone who can say yes and no to you. Yeah. And also I feel like you'd want to like elevate your look a little Absolutely. bit. Absolutely. Like Stassi doesn't need a stylist. She always no, she's killed. got great she, stuff. That's innately in yeah. her. But I even Stassi, I feel like as a friend, you gotta step in. Mm. When do you step in? Oh, you know what? Sometimes as a friend, you gotta step out. Yeah. <laughs> if you wanna stay friends. True, 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 true. That's true. <laughs> and then her counterpart, Tom Sandoval, again, was not in any of photos nope. with her. He is rocking a velour suit jacket and the velour pant in black with mm-hmm. a Hawaiian shirt that he got from Margaritaville. Mm-hmm. And very big <laughs> collar that's got gotten tangled up. And loafers, a sparkly loafer. He's clearly which, been drinking Jaeger before yeah, he hit the carpet. 100%. Half shots, though. You yeah, know, half not, shots, because he's responsible now. Yeah, yeah. He's a bar owner. He's a business owner. Yeah, yeah that's usually what a responsible alcoholic yeah, gets yes. into, owning a bar. 
<laughs> Generally, two and two go hand in hand. So yeah, he's he's nothing. But he did end up brushing his hair. And he's so sweet and cute. I, I forgive him for everything. Yeah, I will definitely go back and forth between giving him passes because he's so hot. Like mm. I get like a glance of his bone structure and I'm like, everything's fine. And then he's like, yeah, I blacked out and ended up at a resort uh, 15 miles away. Yeah, it's not my fault. I just blacked out. It's like, well... <laughs> Leading to the blackout, you may have had some choices to make. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's like the big conspiracy, like that one trip to Cabo where Schwartz, they were all, uh, they were all implying that James and Kristen hooked up. But right. everyone thinks that that was a diversion for Schwartz cheating on Katie when he like <gasps> left in that blackout. Kelsey, uh, please, state. is that true? I mean, I think it it's is entirely I mean, possible. It's incredibly possible. <sighs> Who knows? Just wait and see. Season eight. <laughs> then we watch what happens. <laughs> then we have Lala Kent, who's rocking what looks like a vintage Alexander McQueen shaped mm-hmm. dress mm-hmm. with like the. Enlarged hip area, yep. corset. Yep. Little Vivian Westwood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A little, uh, what's, what's, uh, Fredericks of Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> the younger viewers may not know. <laughs> we, we gave him like great, uh, <laughs> you know, Westwood, <laughs> McQueen. And I Frederick. mean, this is probably like Gucci, yes. Saint Laurent or something. Absolutely. Cause she, she's got her man to pay for it. But I mean, I think she's a beautiful woman. Yeah. She's beautiful. I'm, she looks good. Is it my favorite? No, but does she look good? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's got that going yeah, for her. she does. Yeah, I liked the nude shoe. I love a nude That's shoe. Right. It really elongates the leg. The, um, the, the styling is beautiful. This is clearly someone who, for many seasons, was wearing fishnet bodysuit, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. To work. To work. <laughs> and for her confessional interviews. <laughs> yeah. So she stepped it up, and her styling, her hair, her makeup, the sort of nude through it all is is lovely. All right, yeah. She gets a pass. But again, a bold lip. I really feel a bold lip would have given it a little something. Looks like the makeup people are going nude right. these days. God damn it. But that's the Kardashian of it all. Mm. They go nude everything. I mean... You know, they do wear like body makeup, like full full head to toe body (laughs) makeup, but they do a nude lip. And I guess that's where the trends are going. And it's a damn shame. In LA at least. And then last but not least, (gasps) we have- This is my favorite. The couple of the century, James Kennedy and Raquel. I love Raquel. I love that she's going to be a new, like featured- Full time. Full time. It's not about the pasta. (laughs) It's about the camel toe. (laughs) She is rocking Check yourself, yo. a champagne-colored bodysuit that has ruffly sleeves, a full cape. Does it have a superhero cape? Is that what I'm seeing? It does. Wait, let me show you the slow-mo that James posted. Oh, yeah, please. I have to get off the internet. I'm like, um, let me show you this one. <laughs> but really. Oh, yes. Oh, oh yes. Oh, and she's so beautiful. And she tries so hard with her fashion looks. Like she thinks she's being mm. courageous and well, that's adventurous. That's the intelligence comes in, right? So you you, oh. you can't. She is a very pretty young woman. She's very statuesque. She has a great hanger body <laughs> yeah. to, to put things on. But that's when you engage someone to help you make some intelligent choices. Yeah. That you won't instinctively do for yourself. Yeah, no, I She's don't. kitten with a whip, but <laughs> she doesn't have a whip and she ain't no kitten. So. <laughs> Here's what. The whole Vanderpump Rules crew needs to stop shopping at Forever 21. Yeah. They've gone bankrupt, people. It's time to move on. For What's the next level? I don't move, know. Maybe move up to Zara. Like, let's do some Zara. <laughs> Get Zara That's in the affordable. Mix. Well, James Kennedy's mustard velvet jacket is most definitely from Zara. It reminded me of Joe Giudice's jacket <gasps> from the it interview with that, Watch What Happens uh, with Andy Cohen. Yeah, that Teresa slagged immediately. Who dressed you? <sighs> that wasn't nice. An immediate neg. Which, immediate like, neg. When I saw it's that, like, I, I did. Like, it's fine, right? 
Is it so bad? No. But also, he's like in rural Italy. I feel like I he's know. like going to like the small local shop that's open for three hours a day. He's like, you guys got a blazer? Yeah. And they're like, uh, this one that's like yeah. guys cobwebs on the dish. He's like, this works. Yeah, it's not a retro yeah. blazer. It actually is from 1973. Yeah. <laughs> Aw, poor Joe. Uh, I, I don't really actually mean poor Joe, but. Yeah, I, I always in say that like moment. poor Joe, but then it's like, mm, they're not really. <laughs> So that is a wrap for the People's Choice Awards. Okay. Yeah, style Man. watch. It's really hard. I think the moral of the story is get a stylist. Get a stylist, people. I really don't think it can be that pricey. Bring it up another le- notch, another level. And also at this point, these people are getting interviewed on the carpet. It's going on to E. If you can reach out to, hey, hey, Gucci, whatever. Hey, I'm going to wear this dress and mm-hmm. talk about it. And look. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Great. They can't, they didn't get the memo that they have that ability yet. Listen, I was just at a J Crew in Battery Park <laughs> and Christy... Hooked me up with some styling tips. There you go. So, you know, I, I got a, a wool blazer and figured out a, a new tuck on the three-quarter sleeve for a petite girl. There you go. Get a If crusty. I can do that, can't they? <laughs> can't they? <laughs> I think they need to contribute. I know. I feel like <laughs> you look like you're genuinely going to cry. You're like, oh, I'm going to cry. No, I'm not. <laughs> Come on, kids. (laughs) Yeah, no, they need to get a reality check, but hey, we always have next award season for them to step it up again. And it's boring when they actually get it right, so I'm I'm happy. True. Yeah, I know. Candy, we're like, she's beautiful. She's stunning. She's glowing. Next. Next. (laughs) (laughs) So staying with the cast of Vanderpump Rules, Lala this week officially announced what cast members are going to be her bridesmaid in her upcoming wedding. Mm -hmm. Her wedding will be happening this summer 2020. Don't know the date yet. We'll let y'all know when we have it. So she is saying, I have Katie, Stassi, and Brittany. Those are my little jams. Mm-hmm. Little jams. The little jams. Do you think they'll remain little jams? No, I don't think so. I think mm. it's too early to be publicly saying the bridesmaids when mm-hmm. these people flip-flop every two weeks. It's, they're too volatile. Yeah. They, they take things too personally. They take it down too many roads. Yeah. But at the same time, I would like to see all three of them in her wedding. Although I think from what you uh, shared with me earlier, she has chosen not to televise. Yes. That makes sense. If you actually want to stay married to the man, it might be good to not televise your wedding. Yeah. But how – there's got to be something because she was on – um, million dollar listing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, with him, she's she she likes to franchise herself and her relationship. She's no dummy. Yeah. Well, I think Jax was saying on some podcast that it's pretty much confirmed that Randall's being filmed because Randall is one of Jax's best men. Ah. So he's definitely going to be in wedding footage, or at least mm-hmm. in the background, signed right. a release to be there. But at this point. Everybody knows who you are, Randall. Yeah. You've been airing your dirty laundry out on Instagram and all over. So now you're going to start to keep it to yourself? It just seems like just lay it all out there. Yeah, obviously yeah. everything goes under our microscope when mm-hmm. you're on Vanderbilt yeah. Rules and yes. I sit here and, you know, talk about it. But Listen, as long as Fofty is not slagging him, <laughs> yeah. he's okay. I never followed 50 Cent until this whole Fofty thing happened. It was so, a revelation. 
<laughs> yes, uh, the the Vanderpump portion is probably what got him into this mess, but he's not extricating himself, right? Mm-hmm. There's a part of him that likes it. There's a part of him that follows it. There was that whole th- sort of, gee, how did she get that car? How is she on Oof. those PJs? Um, you know, and then she was clear about the BJs. Yeah. But <laughs> it's, if he wanted to remain private, he would have. He doesn't. But he has some parameters, and that's cool. Yeah, and I, I guess that I respect that. And she ha- has always had very strict boundaries about him, which I do yeah. respect too. And she's like, ultimately, at the end of the day, he's not going to go anywhere. And if you want me on the show, you have to deal with these boundaries. Mm-hmm. And I think now at this point, like they're engaged, they're getting married, they're all friends of the same people. Like he's been with her through a lot of ups and downs, yeah. And she has got a lot of downs. That girl, mm-hmm. right? She's had a lot of struggles. Mm-hmm. So now that she's at her one year soberversary, soberversary, yeah. um, which is great. I yeah. mean, honestly and truly, fantastic. But is he going to stay with her in the for the long run? I think he might. Will she stay with him for the long run? Interesting. She's the one who's got a lot of growth. He's got to settle down. True. So we'll see. We'll see. TBD. Mm. But I would like to see the wedding on the television at least. Just maybe some in-touch pictures, something. I want, like, to see Kristen um, objecting. (laughs) I feel like because she's not going to be a bridesmaid, it's just going to be – well, Kristen and Stassi are no longer friends anymore, so it's confirmed that she won't be in the wedding. This next – you know, we've we've just seen the the new – Trailer. Trailer. They make it as dramatic as possible by slowing down the song. Blowing out the candle. Blowing out the candle. And Lisa just in tears. They were talking about friendships of a lifetime. (laughs) But it will be interesting to see how this goes down with this wedding, but also with the rest of their friendships. Oh, my goodness. I can't wait. Early January, people. It'll be back on soon enough. Well, staying in Los Angeles, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills is currently shooting season 10. And last week we talked about how Camille Grammer has been talking about herself coming back on the show. Mm -hmm. Love that. Self-promo. But this past week, Kyle hosted an event for the Children's Hospital of Los Angeles. And not only do we get the current cast of Beverly Hills, we got Kim Richards, Brandy Glanville, Eileen Davidson, Faye Resnick and Adrian Malouf, which I just found out about today. <gasps> Adrian Malouf too. She was also there. I'm excited. Super group. Let's get the let's get the OGs <laughs> back. <laughs> Sometimes they need to be put out to pasture to come back more mm-hmm. dramatic. Exactly, because they realize they're like, you know what? I could step it up a little. Mm-hmm. Or I feel like I've the- learned, <laughs> and I'm gonna throw down, motherfucker. Smash glasses, <laughs> drinks in the face. There goes my leg. No, that's a different oh. franchise. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> hey, there could easily be a leg thrown in any of franchise. Aviva can point. come back anywhere. <laughs> She's like, I moved to Beverly Hills and I brought my leg. As long as that father doesn't come. But anyway, I oh, that oh, that father. Oh, that father. Hashtag me too. No, no, yeah. no, no bueno. No one on Bravo ever made a big stink about that. And they really should have. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder what he's up to. Mm. Ronan Farrow might know. Yeah. <laughs> he's uh, writing his next expose for The New Yorker about Aviva's dad. Yes. <laughs> so, I mean, I will have any of them back on the screen. Again, I don't think Kim Richards needs to be back on television. I feel well, like... I worry about her, but I got to say, she is compelling television. Yeah. And she's why I started watching... How, uh, Beverly Hills to begin with, huh. when I saw that Kim Richards, who was in, I don't know, Please Don't Eat the Daisies or Bed Knobs and Broomsticks and all sorts of, when she was a child actor, those were the things that I watched when I was young. And I was like, she's on? And then Kyle? And I, I got, I became very invested in that. Of course, we all felt sad as we watched her devolve. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it was a triumph when we watched her be okay. But I'm I'm still worried about that dog of hers. What's happening? I think Who's that, he biting? I think that dog is has been put bad, out to pasture. Yeah, where bad dogs go. Yeah, well, that might be important. Yeah, um, <laughs> like but it's, it is compelling out. to watch that family relationship. Yeah. I mean, we all we watch these shows. Back in the day, people watched soap operas. 
Now we watch reality TV, we watch Housewives, but we watch it to be compelled by these storylines that somewhat mirror some of our experiences, but take it to such a heightened level. Mm -hmm. And Kim is always a heightened level. That whole Richards family is such a heightened level. I'm always curious what's going on with them. Yeah, I agree. Their relationships. And I think Kim was always the person who drove a lot of the storylines yeah. where I kind of felt like Kyle knew that and was sometimes exploiting that mm. where she could put Kim out and air all of Kim's dirty laundry, whereas we don't really see any of Kyle's dirty laundry. And maybe she doesn't have any, mm-hmm. but what person doesn't have any dirty laundry? Oh, no, she's got dirty yeah, laundry. Exactly. She just knows how to be discreet about it, which is why I think Kathy gets Kathy Hilton mm-hmm. gets pissed off at her. Yeah. Because Kathy keeps everything close to the vest. She appreciates that this is how her sisters are making their way, and that's that's fine. But once it starts to get hit too close to home, mm-hmm. then where she may have been in Kyle's corner beforehand, now she's like, uh-uh. Well, I think don't after- throw our sister under the bus to make yourself look better. Well, I think after American Woman came out, yeah. it was pretty clear that Kathy was like, I am not doing this. You are not going to be now making scripted TV shows about our messed up childhood. And the thing is, because she did pull back quite a bit on it, that was a pretty lackluster show, right? Oh, God, it was so bad. I tried. I, I tried to like it. I wanted I mean, to. I love the cast. And the I love the time. I love the concept. But it it didn't give me enough. And it just it did, just didn't and even jam. Alicia. Yeah. What is it, Alicia Silverstone or yeah, something? Sil- she just didn't no. Silverstein, whatever. Yeah. She didn't do it for me. No. I still keep thinking about her chewing up her own food and putting it into her baby's mouth. Do you know about that? No. Oh wait, yeah. yeah that sort of weird oh, baby gosh, bird yeah. vegan thing. So anyway, I digress. <laughs> Well, speaking of other cast shakeups, the OG from the OC, Vicky Gumbelson, mm. was just at the season 14 reunion, which filmed this past week, and she posted a photo of her, I guess his fiance, Steve, and she said, it's a wrap, season 14 reunion done, now on to my new projects, thanks Steve for always being my rock. So the internet is ablaze with thinking that Vicky Gumbelson is gone for good from the Real Housewives of OC. What do you think? I think it's probably her time. Mm. She came back this season as a friend of. That's right. So that'll... That's kind of like Bravo's way of nicely saying, like, either step it up or get or the fuck. step out. Yeah, exactly. And with Luann, they made her a friend of, and she came back and, you know, had sex with a pirate, gave us don't be all uncool. And Fell then, into a bush. Yeah, exactly. She proved herself. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You know, arrests. But she, you know what, what, what I liked was she came back with a modicum of humility. Mm-hmm. She knew, all right, who are the power players here? I need to make up to, to Bethany. Oh, yeah. I need to make up to Ramona, who's actually got the juice here. Mm-hmm. She wasn't a Jill Zarin thinking that um, I'm enough by myself. Yeah. But then her own life became so complicated, that became the real drama. So, you know, absolutely these women get plied with alcohol, and that that's what brings things down the, the garden path. But... Luann, once again, lover or hater or feel both about her at any given time, she brings the drama. Yeah. She brings the interest in storyline. Has Vicky been doing that? Not particularly. And I think that's what makes Housewives compelling to watch when they are kind of willing to show warts and all, Mm -hmm. like all of the bad sides of themselves. And Vicky, the last few seasons, she's been with Steve and he's a cop. So she immediately changes for the man she's with and became like, oh, what do you mean? I would never do that. Oh, that's crazy. That's so so crazy. These women are so (laughs) gross. They're so gross. And it's like, you know, two seasons ago, you were flashing your tits at the bar, dancing on the table with your girl. Right. And now you're dating a cop and you're like, that's disgusting. Mm-hmm. Granted, like, she's a grandmother now and she's in a different part of her life. And, you know, I don't need to see that from Vicky. But no. don't knock your friends who are having fun about mm-hmm. it. And she came back this season, hasn't really brought any real substance to anything. She did her her usual Vicky dangling a rumor over the situation where I know something about so-and-so, or Kelly for mm-hmm. this matter. And... 
it was like, yeah, but unless you're going to say the secret, stop saying you have a secret. Right. Like, yeah. And then someone else says, I've got a secret. What is it? It's a secret. I promise her I would never say. It's like, well, then just don't say from the start. Okay. Okay. But I don't know. I'm not surprised that she felt like this because. Yeah, at this point, 14 seasons, they gave you a friend of, they wanted to kick you off last season, but Mm -hmm. I think it was a courtesy because you're the first housewife that's ever existed, whatever. So step back because people do come back. Let's let's go back to some of our other friends. Is Jill Zarin coming back? They kind of teased it last season. Didn't really happen. Is she coming back? Is she going to bring some drama or is she just going to annoy the (laughs) fuck out of Andy Cohen? (laughs) I think... Probably the latter on that. For the Jill Zarin of it all, she will never get that apple. She will never get that tagline in the beginning. I really don't think so. And I've said it on this show and I've read Andy's books. And he said, he's like, she wiretapped me at a taping of Watch What Happens Live because she thought that he was going to take what she said and edit it up and make her look like a piece of shit. And you don't go into the clubhouse with a wire so that you can maybe prove He's Big yourself. Papa. Oh, yeah. Don't mess with Big Papa. No. Big Papa. The other thing is step back because when you come back in, you may be more interesting. Mm-hmm. You may actually lead some things. Camille Grammer was gone. She was so obnoxious. She was such an asshole. Then she came back in and she was actually quite good and she was actually quite kind and we liked her and we felt, oh my gosh, she's, you know, been through breast cancer and divorce and being left and, and so we, we felt compassionate towards her. But here's the real joy. She showed her true crazy mm-hmm. back again, which is what is compelling. Now, is she actually coming back next season or is this self-promotion? We don't know. But... We're compelled to keep watching. Mm-hmm. And we're, we're talking about it. Yeah. Like, Camille's someone who I want to come back on the show. I'm like, and what about Brandy? That's another thing. That's Could a- it happen? Could. I they say they're, they've, they filmed her, but is it just those sort of weird guest shots? Like, what was the one she did last oh, season? With Denise Richards. Even yeah. Denise Richards. I keep forgetting she's on the cast of Beverly yeah, Hills. Yeah, she's pretty blah. Yeah. And I felt like she had it in her, like in those last few episodes of Beverly Hills where her and Camille were kind of going at it Mm. at that party. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah." Yeah. like this is what we want. Like we want to see some passion, like Mm -hmm. something, like you've got something in you. I just kind of just see her just drinking tequila and talking about her husband's dick. Last (laughs) season was such a wash. Totally. Such a wash that they better bring it back. And that kind of goes for Bravo as a whole. Mm -hmm. Million dollar listing New York, everyone's had a baby. They've aged out. They need new cash. Vanderpump rule, everyone's coupled up and happy. They need new blood, and they're doing it. All of these shows are sort of in their Mm gray-haired twilight, and they need some infusions. And some of the infusions can be OGs coming back in to bring the drama, but they need to shake it up. And they can still have the same sort of basic storylines that they had before, Love, sex, rock and roll, and bankruptcy, right? <laughs> yeah. A little federal probe A casual here casual deportation. And there. In, indeed. indeed. <laughs> well, I think that's what makes Below Deck really good. <gasps> I know. I, I wanted to bring it up because I know you're a huge super fan of all things Below Deck. Yeah. But I think that's what makes Below Deck so amazing because – for Below Deck Med, you have Captain Sandy and her crew, mm-hmm. you know, Joao has stuck around. And then for Below Deck regular, you have Captain Lee, who's... Stun of the sea. The, <laughs> true, babe. <laughs> then we have Kate, who's always been there. And then you have, like, the rotating cast and crew. And I mm-hmm. think that's what makes the show fun, because every year we get new people, new personalities, yep. new everything. You get the basic structure, the tried and true touch points but then new blood. And I kind of feel like um, Southern Charm, the original one, so good, had that with new people. And But when they lost Thomas, who is probably one of the worst people alive. Yes. So it's a good thing that they lost him. So I'm not saying that, but they lost some of the drama. So I'm wondering, is that the end for Southern Charm? That may be another episode for you, Megan. I know. <laughs> but is that the – because they say that that there's going to be no more Southern Charm. 
Well, a couple episodes ago, probably like two or three weeks ago, we talked about how Shep went on a podcast and mm-hmm. said they aren't filming. And you, they usually yeah. film during the fall. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of questionable. And then Patricia went on Instagram and said, we start filming in uh, January. Hmm. So we're still waiting. But I think at this point, what brings Southern Charm together? Like you can tell the cast members don't like each other. Shep and Craig like, Shep hates Craig, or mm-hmm. maybe it's just, like, full of jealousy, and I don't know, like, their it's, relationship's weird. We've got to take it off of Shep. Shep is no longer a shepherd of that show, <laughs> right? We need someone else to be the locus yeah. and the focus. We need someone else, and there's just so much that Cameron can do. Yeah. She's she's wonderful, but she's a mom now. She's got other things happening. It's still funny to watch her get drunk, but it's, 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 they, they need more oomph. Yeah. And they tried to have it be with Ashley. And then, wait, who did the Instagram photo with her? The um, the old castmate that... that Landon. Uh, Landon. Oh, God. So they can be some, some ancillary figures who come back in yeah. and out. But unless they get a true infusion, it sort of died. And I love Miss Patricia. Yeah, I think Southern Charm popped off because of the Catherine and Thomas drama at Mm -hmm. the end of season one. Like, that created what we were coming back to watch. And then we watched season after season after season. Obviously, there was so much, like, love, destruction, betrayal, children, like, all of the things that we like to see as viewers. But at this point, we can't talk about Thomas, nor really should we give him the time of day on screen. And he should definitely not be on the show. And I'm proud that Bravo actually stood up because for, I mean, we talked about, what's his name? Aviva's dad, like, not getting any penalization for Mm -hmm. what he did. Or or in OC where uh, there was the whole scene where Tamra and her son were trying to get Gretchen naked wasted so that the son could hook up with her. Like yeah. things like that. Like no one was penalized for those things. So I'm glad that Bravo actually stood And up. even Potomac. Oh, <laughs> yes. Perfect right? segue. Meanie, let, the let segue. Me, let me give you this. Yes. Gift. <laughs> Gift. <laughs> the Potomac of it all. Where Michael Darby is her, like physically assaulting people on the staff. Yes. And getting away with it because he's a rich old white man. So, shall we evolve, people? Shall we evolve? Even as base as we are, being such Bravo super fans <laughs> and being so invested in this, there's always got to be a line drawn. But then we complain it's not exciting yeah. enough. I'm like, any more sexual predators on my screen? Yeah, I but I can, I, can, yeah, I can do without the sexual predators <laughs> and still be intrigued. Absolutely. Well, that's a perfect segue into The Real Housewives of Potomac. Last episode, we talked about how Monique Samuels was potentially being fired from The Real Housewives of Potomac for smashing Candace's face into a table at a vineyard. <laughs> Casual. Now Monique is actually being sued for second-degree assault over this incident that happened with Candace. So we don't have full information. We know their hearing is going to be happening in this upcoming December, but I loved the lawyer statements. These women are so dramatic, so the fact that their lawyers are also as dramatic is great. Monique's lawyer said, Miss Dillard has a public reputation of aggressive, belligerent, and threatening behavior that has played out repeatedly on the show for millions of viewers to see for themselves. To be sure... My client did nothing but defend herself in the face of very aggressive behavior going forward. We hope that Miss Dillard seeks the help that she needs to avoid creating these kinds of unsafe and uncomfortable circumstances in and outside of the workplace. Someone I like that they're calling this a workplace in mm. addition to just like huh. real life. Yes. <laughs> they're co-workers. Yes. They're colleagues. <laughs> they have strong collegial relationships. <laughs> and then Candace's lawyer said... At this time, we do not want, we don't want to say too much and just allow the criminal process to play out. We only ask everyone to pray for our client, Candace, and her family. Physical assault, humiliation, emotional. Very kind of him. (laughs) Very kind. Such a giving man. (laughs) The emotional distress have all been very painful and difficult for Candace, as it would be for anyone so violently attacked. We also pray that Monique will get some help. The summons to court charge of second-degree assault is just one step below first-degree assault and must be taken seriously. This behavior has no place in our society. Not wrong. Not wrong. I work in a preschool. I don't know if you know this, but we have this very simple phrase, use your words, not your hands. (laughs) It's okay to be frustrated. It's okay to be upset. But you can't smash someone's face or pull someone's weave. 
because you don't <laughs> like what they've just said or done or inferred or looked at you cross-eyed. Now, as you know, I'm not a huge Potomac person. I stay a little more classic in my, in my <laughs> viewing. However, it seems to say that this was filmed. Oh, yeah. As part of the Housewives. Yeah. So will that footage be released? Will it actually be shown? Well, I think it's kind of like murky waters because it puts Bravo at fault. And to be showing like physical abuse on Bravo, like isn't a good look. However, Monique last year or actually two seasons ago, like threatened to choke someone with an umbrella like a big log umbrella. So there was the whole umbrella of it all. And then this past season, her and this girl Candace were also fighting. And Monique was pregnant. <laughs> was like, I will drag you pregnant and all. I saw so, that. So- <laughs> that is outrageous. So, yes. That could be a problem. This seems like a problem. And a couple seasons, like, I love Monique. Like, she was a second season cast member on Potomac, so she mm. wasn't an OG, but she's great. She's a great husband, great kids. She's but a beautiful woman. Beautiful. I mean, even, but a couple seasons ago, she was like, I only had four martinis, got in the car, and got in an accident. I was tired. It's like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she needs to. What? Check her. Yeah self check herself a little bit and after this entire being sued for second degree assault situation she's only been posting pictures of like her and the family and and great i'm happy for you you seem unbothered and that's nice however you can't she needs an anger management yeah yeah there's just no doubt about it she (laughs) needs some therapy she needs to find other alternatives when she gets that frustrated that upset. I'm not saying people didn't provoke her. I'm not saying that people didn't come at her. But you cannot threaten to drag a pregnant woman, pregnant and oh, all. Oh no, she was the pregnant. Oh, one. she was saying oh, she was like, I will see, drag you, say pregnant and all. Uh, <laughs> like, well, you know what? Both. <laughs> yeah. No. People, well, actually, wait. <laughs> oh no, Candace isn't pregnant. All these women on the show, everyone's getting pregnant on Bravo constantly. I'm like, is yes. she pregnant? She could be. I'm happy for them all. <laughs> but shall we stay safe? While our children are in utero, can we just be a little bit kinder and gentler? Um, it's, it's it's all we can hope for. It's all we can hope for. Uh, but at the same time, once again, this brings the drama. Is it? Does it go over the edge with physical assault as the sexual harassment does? That's that edge that Bravo plays all yeah. the time, especially with housewife shows. Doesn't happen so much on Top Chef. <laughs> Yeah, you don't see this on Project Runway. Not that, it, not since it's come back. You know, maybe on Lifetime. Yeah. You know, it's a it's a Weinstein thing. Yeah. Uh, but you 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 want to play up the drama, and I'm sure the producers want to play up the drama. I'm sure the producers want to keep everyone safe, but at the same time, where is that that edge where you can't have someone assault or sexually harass? But at the same time, we're all very interested in the drama. Yeah. And they're all trying to heighten it. And alcohol, I think, plays a big of big part. Absolutely. And then also you just see, like, as much as these shows are, you know, scripted or plotted, like, mm-hmm. this is real life. This is their lives. Like, physical abuse, sexual abuse, all of these things are happening mm-hmm. in real life. Yeah. So for Bravo to then not show these terrible things that are happening, like... Is that it's just not a real representation of their life? Yeah, their kids, exactly, their lives, um, and they just want to be protective, and we just want to be viewers. Well, I know, and that's the hard thing. Like I've been to so many of these kinds of like events with housewives, mm. and I'm two feet away from them, and a part of me is like, I don't want to 
go up to them? Because I'm like, that breaks the facade right? of what I think I know about you. And I, I want to know what I read in the headlines, what I read in the blogs, what I see on TV. And that's mm-hmm. it. Like once you cross that line into like meeting them in real life, then hearing these stories becomes even harder and harder because you start thinking like, but I met her and she was so sweet mm-hmm. and this and that and this. She might have just been having a bad day. And that's our friends, and we think that that's one of the things. We get invested. These housewives or whoever are, are in our domain become our friends in some odd way. And so we get invested with some and not, and, and hate others. So it's, it's our, like, tribal alignments, but <laughs> it's just Bravo. But it's so <laughs> damn I do it twice a week. At well, least. that actually brings us to the end of today's episode. Mimi, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having me. I, I, I couldn't be more thrilled and more interested to hear all of your thoughts and uh, find out more about Bravo as I keep listening to you over and over and over again thank on this podcast. You. We'll come back again soon. My pleasure. I'd hope to. Thanks so much for listening to Bravo Happy Hour. If you're loving the show, head to Apple Podcasts to leave a quick review and a five-star rating. And while you're at it, head to Instagram and follow at Bravo Happy Hour to talk with fellow listeners on the episode's discussion posts. Also, feel free to shoot me an email at bravohappyhourpod at gmail.com with any super juicy gossip or just to say hi. Be sure to tune in every Monday and Thursday for more of your favorite Bravo-related news. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code Buttery. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.